And now, and here's now, my now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Folks, I am here, the What Are You Kidding Me Anchorman. Uh, we are standing by. Check out that brand new What Are You Kidding Me podcast, number one on all podcast platforms right now. We're excited. Make sure you hit subscribe. I'm going to take you. I believe this story is out of, I want to say Puyallup, Washington. Mm-hmm. If I'm incorrect, P1s, let me know. This is titled, I'm going home, going to load my shotgun. A woman named Sandy, good old Sandy, held an intruder at gunpoint after finding the man inside of her home as he entered. She grabs her shotgun. She says, let me tell you what. Stay right there. I'm going to split you in two. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) She sat there with that shotgun, held him in place until the police arrived. Sandy is a wonderful and young 78 years old. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Wow. Don't mess with Sandy. Was she waiting by the door with a lit cigarette? She was. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's got one. Crazy, yeah. (laughs) Sandy, we reached out to her. 78-year-old Sandy's a P1 of the show, and she described what happened when the man tried to break into her house. I opened my door, Uh and standing right Two feet from me was a man, and we looked at each other for a few minutes, and he turned and started to leave. And I said, oh, no, you don't. You stay right there. And I reached over and got my shotgun, and I cocked it, told him to go out, sit on the steps. I followed him out. I told him to sit down, and I just stood here with the shotgun waiting for the police to come. You sit your ass right there on those steps. Don't even think about getting you, sir, are in timeout. Oh, no, mister. Right. I want you, know, you to think about what you've done. Think about this. Well, here's what's interesting. She actually asked him why he tried to break in, and she was shocked by his answer. He said, well, you know, I was really hoping to get laid. That perked my ears up. That made me think, oh, my God. Oh, that wow. man was going in. He didn't care about... He was going in to do harm, okay? Oh, I wish Thank God, just Sandy. shot him. Thank God, Sandy. I'm glad wow. Sandy's got a shotgun stash That's in every right. room of her house. Me just went like, too. wherever Thank she God. is, just goes, yeah. <laughs> she reaches for <laughs> a shotgun. Just... Sandy was like, not today, you little punk. Not today. Wow. You know, it, it's weird. You know, she was in a situation like that. She's got this shotgun on this individual. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I really didn't talk about it on the air. It was a weird thing. Uh, I went out, it's about what, three something in the morning, taking Susie. My Boston Terrier out to potty. And then I, I turned around and started taking a leak as well. It was a little sort of raining outside. And as I look to my right, I see the silhouette of a man standing by my garage. And uh, it was a weird deal. Yeah. yeah. In that situation, you know, what do you do when, you, uh, when, you're, when you're locked and loaded? Do you decide to send him to his maker right then or... In, in the case, what I did was I threw out some words to him, mm-hmm. and uh, he took off, you know, tried to run off with my little kid's scooter and chunked it about halfway, thinking he was about to get sent straight to heaven. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, way to go, Sandy. Yes. Good okay, for Sandy. So it's, it's just a weird, it's a very invasive, can you imagine? It is. Yeah, it's it is. In the middle of the night, someone in your house. Right. 
All right. But, uh, yeah. No, I'm just saying, she, a lot of people have firearms, don't necessarily know how to use them. That lady. Oh, she knew how to use that. She was ready. <laughs> she 100% knows how to use it. Straight up, she does. Let's go to, uh, let's do page two real quick. What? what? Are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? Out of New York. Is this a sign of a proposal of doom? <laughs> a man in New York was proposing to his girlfriend right on the Brooklyn Bridge. Aww. Wow. But one of his photographers capturing that beautiful moment moved into the bike lane. Oh. Oh, yeah? And got hit. Oh. By a bike? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, almost died. That would hurt. Um, mm-hmm. Listen how the guy proposing is, like, mostly concerned for the video edit. This guy didn't even care that the photographer almost got killed. Yo, oh, you good, bro? It's okay. It's all right. That's in the video. But we're going to edit that. You all right? Don't worry. We're going to edit the part out where you almost died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't sweat it, buddy. Wow. A woman in Alabama was sleeping last week when Hurricane Sally, huge storm, blew down a tree which crashed through her roof and pinned her to her bed. Uh, oh my God! Ah, uh, uh, you think I'm, I'm? I'm not even. I'm. That's just the beginning. There's more. But wait, there's more. And then a bunch of bees. <gasps> no. From a hive in the tree started swarming her and stinging her. Thank God for our firefighters. Managed to get her out. She's okay. She ended up with a concussion and a whole bunch of bee stings. I mean, that just sucks. You know what? That is is a crappy night. That That is. That's just mean. What did she do? Walk under a ladder? Break a mirror? All of That's what I'm saying. Something is that, is that, I mean, is it, I mean, I don't know. Is that karma? Is that just a, uh, a, a, a weird... Is that a coincidence? <laughs> so you think she's a bad person, and the neighbors are going like, mm-hmm, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go, I told you. Know, yeah. Like, ah, she's the Karen of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have exclusive what-are-you-kidding-me audio. I woke up to a crashing noise. I opened my eyes, and to the right of me was a tree branch in the room. And to the left, I had a board going across my chest, one going across my legs. I was stung at least 15 to 20 times by bees and they were getting in my ears and I was trying to swat them and, and kill them with my hands. One or two inches one way or the other. Could have been impaled, you know, could have been crushed. Well, you know yeah. what? So you he's know. saying, you're so lucky. <laughs> you're really lucky. But you know what? That's somebody's sweet little mama or grandma yeah, right it there. Is. Yeah, Sweet, sweet little thing. All I right. Look, She's fine, by the way. Thank thank God for the firefighters who yes. were able to get there because in those storms, it is very hard for them to move around. Yeah. And, yeah. Whew, but they do. Doggies. They mm-hmm. do. Did you say woo doggies? I did. Oh. I said woo doggies. Page four. What are, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Folks, I'm going to take you out of the world of, I'll just say it, that creep Michael Jackson. How much per drip? Michael Jackson's cousin, Marcia Stewart, not Martha, Marcia Stewart, is selling an IV drip bag from Michael Jackson's death scene, which oh, was involved on. with his fatal dose of the drug propofol. It is up for auction as part of materials from the estate of Joe Jackson. Of course, Joe Jackson, even though he's gone, he's still got something. He's still, he's still he's, trying to get money from Michael. He, yep. I know it. Wow. 
He's dead and gone, and he's still trying to get money. This is so creepy. How does she have that? That's I, crazy. I, I bet you $100. You that's can't trust a, anybody. You can't yeah. even trust family. I bet you that thing is fake. I bet you she just went oh, no. to some like no, surplus store. No, no, they have store. to confirm it for auctions. I'd, really? Yes. Yeah. I oh, bet it's real. They have like the, the whole shebang. That family's crazy enough that that is real. Oh. Here is Michael Jackson's cousin talking about the item that she has. My name is Marsha, and I'm the cousin of Michael Jackson. And this is one of the IVs, the last one, actually, that he had in his arm. Oh, my God. God, okay. kick her out of the Wait, family. Wait, so is it the Here's bag the or the actual needle? That's a murder weapon. Yeah. How is that available for <gasps> oh auction God, if that's yeah. a murder weapon? Shouldn't that be state's evidence? Yes. State's yeah. evidence? Well, huh. I also obtained some audio of her explaining how she got this IV bag. Shortly after Michael died, I went to the house on Sunset. I was able to go in and go to the bedroom. And what I did, I took it and put it in my purse. This actually belonged with Michael Jackson. It had some white, like, milk fluid inside of it, which later on dissolved. But this is actually Michael right here. DNA, that's what made me grab it, the blood. Do you see right now why someone has to do the what are you kidding me stories yes. of the day? Yes. Somebody must do it. I think it's great that she's listening to Hotel California in the background. <laughs> she's talking. <laughs> very appropriate. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't listen to Michael. For us, it's the Eagles. <laughs> We're an Eagles household. You wouldn't believe yeah. what I have of Don Henley's. <laughs> <laughs> I have Don Henley's jockstrap that he wore <laughs> when he was in the eighth grade on his junior high football team. <laughs> Obviously, the pandemic has apparently left Americans seeking a lot of comfort in, like, uh, in chocolate, in candy, because Halloween candy sales are already double what they were this time last year. Claire, you said, like, in your kitchen, you have, like, all sorts of Halloween candy right now. Yeah, but what I What are started, you doing hoarding it? I started, st- who says I'm hoarding it? I'm ah. eating it and buying more and eating it and buying more. Ooh. <laughs> okay. There's a pandemic out there. What else do we have to do but eat Reese's peanut butter cups? Mini ones. And binge TV shows. Yeah. They're mini, so they aren't bad for you. That's right. Binge really watch and you. eat sweets. Mm-hmm. Well, the CDC considers uh, they're saying traditional trick-or-treating this year needs to be canceled. They say they say it is a high-risk activity. Uh, but the president says that does uh, excuse me, the president of um, the CDC says that doesn't mean we can't celebrate in a new and creative way. <laughs> Parents overwhelmingly said their favorite way to enjoy Halloween treats is with their families. So obviously there's a, a lot of different things you could do. Somebody suggested yesterday during the show, maybe it was you, Ryder the Young, and why not have like a, a Halloween, like instead of an Easter egg hunt, a Halloween candy hunt. Oh, You could yeah. do that. Yeah. You can make a haunted house in your house if you want to. Yeah, one of our listeners messaged in and said that they were actually going to be throwing an Easter egg hunt in their backyard with their just their immediate family, so that way the kids can have something to do. Hmm. Oh, and it's going to be costumed, which yeah. is very costumed, important. Costumed, hide the candy. I still it's don't a know great what. Idea. I know, but there's too many. There, there's plenty of people well, that are getting. I it, I just think it's ridiculous that trick or treating could possibly be canceled. I think that is absolutely. You are, you are away from people. You're walking in groups with your family. It doesn't seem like a big gathering of people to me. Here's I a, just think this could be figured out. What yeah. I don't understand is how does a, a how do you legislate whether or not people trick or treat? If people want to have candy and people want to go out, are, they, are the cops going to stop you? They aren't legislating. They're just recommending right. They're saying you shouldn't. No, I mean, I'm really trying yeah. to reach out to the governor. I want Governor Inslee to tell us, like, What's up with Halloween? That it's okay. And I'm sure there are certain homeowners right. associations that might be doing their thing. And if that's the case, that's awesome. Right. 
Uh, but maybe we could we should start a leave the porch light on campaign. Mm-hmm. That if that porch light is on, that means you got some candy. Right. And, I, mean, I mean, guys, we got to think about the kids. I mean, I, I see it in my own children, and I, I know it's happening with children across the state of Washington. They need a little bright light. They need a little something to look forward to right now. Yes. They really do. Well, look. I was going to say, there's other ways that we can do this, too. You know those little extended sticks that like you grab and you can pick things up when it's like on the ground? You do that with the candy. You open the baggie, you stick that exactly. in the baggie, you drop that Perfect. right into theirs. Perfect. Or there's like a, a pooper scooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah no there you go. A clean one. A clean there's a million scooper. ways to do this, right. There's but, a million ways to do this, and we should try to do it. But the key is the parents got to be involved. You yeah. can't just send the li- little rugrats out and hope they come back in an hour. You've got to be with them to watch mm-hmm. what goes down. Oh, my down. God, no. They're not going to send their little kids out Does anyone do it that way alone? anyway? Yes. Are you kidding no. me? I cannot. No, when we were kids, it was that way. But I don't think parents send their seven-year-olds out to roam the neighborhood unchecked. Age, I was not allowed to go trick or treat. No, no, yeah. I believe you. You're probably right. There yeah. are probably a couple of kids, little kids, that are not monitored in yeah. any way. So, Governor, just want a response. That's all. You know what I mean? 28th time for real. We've tried to just contact you. We'd love to have you on the show. I just don't think that's his department. He's going to be like, do what you want to do. Inslee? Yeah. It is have his you department. met him? <laughs> you're right. Oh, Good yeah. point, Claire. <laughs> I mean, I've got he, a 14-point rule sheet. He goes on, like, <laughs> news stations and stuff, and we know for a fact that fits in the morning on the bowl. I mean, I'm, if, if we're looking at our audiences, we have bigger bigger audiences, especially during this time. Well, and I feel the governor could really take advantage of that. What they said is he doesn't do he, – he's not taking time for one-on-one interviews right now. So you see new, you see press conferences, well, but he's not doing one-on-one interviews. There's four of us in this room, and there's one in there. It'd be one-on-five. He's not only going to allow it, he's going to find a way to tax it. <laughs> <laughs> Claire? I'm just saying. <laughs> did you just get political on this show? Not at all. It's, so, a, it's a by the mile. How many miles do kids walk? <laughs> the walk, the trick or treat tax. <laughs> <laughs> They'll add it to your car tab. <laughs> oh, here comes I. You know what? What's no, wait a second. There is a way we could do this, Fitz. It's it's called the trick or treat tab. <laughs> we could have a little sticker on the side of your kiddo's little jack o' lantern. <laughs> <laughs> but it expires in two days. <laughs> I'm sorry, Junior. You have last year's tags on your, your jack lantern. Uh, I'm going to have to take you in, soldier. <laughs> All right. And you know what? There you go. You got the. Why what are you kidding, kidding me? me? Stories of the day. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I really hope that you have enjoyed the. What are you kidding me? Stories. Of the day, podcast edition.